Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to Committed to Christ. I am your host, Greg Krawick, along with my beautiful wife, Kelly Krawick. Kelly Krawick. Yes, and before we get into our podcast today, I would just like to mention some dear friends of ours, Pastor Jeremiah and Rachel Johnson. Uh, Pastor Jeremiah has a podcast called Grace Point Daily. We would love for you guys to check it out. Uh, Point is spelled P-O-I-N-T-E. That's Grace Point Daily. Pastor Jeremiah pastors the Grace Point Assembly of God located in Carthage, Missouri. And uh, him and his wife, Rachel, and their children are very, very dear friends of ours. And we miss them very much. So please check it out. It will be sure to bless you. And getting on in today's podcast, we are going to be talking about... Our testimony. Our testimonies. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Kelly's going to kind of take the lead on this. So I'm going to go ahead and just turn it over to her. Okay. So I, I've been thinking about our testimony and I've broken it down into two kind of separate areas. So we have our conversion testimony, mm-hmm. which is when God saves you, when he comes into your life, you are, you're a mess. You realize that you're a mess. You realize that you're hopeless, that you have no control, that your life is, you've reached the bottom and God comes in. <laughs> And he just saves you. Yes, he, he pulls does. you out of all of the all of the trash. He pulls you up. The miry clay. Yes, and he tells you he loves you and he he he's there for you and he he saves you. That feeling, okay, that that is our Christian testimony. Yes. That is the testimony that we are our, our salvation testimony. Right. Okay. So with that comes our past. And I have learned just going through life, you know, like you said, we're working out our salvation. So I'm working through this and I'm looking at my life and I'm thinking, okay, what could I have done differently? What am I doing now? You know, just that kind of thing. Like, God, what are you doing with me? And what do I need to do to be able to talk to people and reach them and and just show them the love of Christ, to show them that God can save them, you know, and, and what it means to be a Christian. And I, I've kind of been going at that by using my testimony and that's a good thing, but God's kind of shown me how this is can be two separate things, okay? There's your conversion testimony, which is your past. Right. And it comes with, for some people, a lot of junk. Yes. Stuff that we would like to leave there, but we know it can help people. And so I feel like before we share that, you know, we really need to pray and we need to ask God to help us say only what needs to be said. Right, right? because you can... Give maybe too much information. Share all the gory details. Yes. And people will stick that label on you. And what happens And then, then that's all of a sudden, that's have, how they see you. Yes. You can have mm-hmm. the Christian uh, Pharisees, and then there's the, the familiarity of the kindred spirits. Okay. So you share something that, that God brought you out of, and somebody hears it. You know, if you're sharing it with a group and they come up to you and they're like, hey, I heard that you have yeah. it. And then there then may be an attraction. Yes. Where mm-hmm. it pulls you back sure. into that. And then there's just the total misunderstanding where you share something because you feel like you need to disclose. Like I'm a person, oh oh my gosh, I always get into the honesty thing where I feel like I need to be honest all the time. And sometimes a little bit of information is plenty. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't need, you don't need, yes. Yes. Because here's the thing with our conversion testimony. And this is where I'm going to get into where it becomes your Christian testimony. So your conversion testimony does not define you mm-hmm. because, and I, I would, you know, look at you as Paul, 
as a perfect example in Acts 9, it talks about how Paul or Saul was Saul converted at the time. when he was mm-hmm. converted. Okay, it talks about what happened. So Saul was a murderer and God saved him. Right. And he became a new creature in Christ. His past, because of his past, people were scared of him. But, of and, you know, and so he had to work past Rightfully and through so. all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you read then and continue reading the New Testament, when it goes on into Acts, I mean, all the things that all further into Acts where Paul starts preaching the word of God, he doesn't go to people and say, hey, I'm a murderer. <laughs> you know, I just right. he, in certain situations, he might say, I used to murder Christians, but God brought me out of that. If he felt like, but you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying, where you don't need to share right. all of that. So you don't use, I also think that we need to be careful not to use our past testimony, our conversion testimony, who we were to justify what we're doing now. If you are saved and God came into your life and saved you, he made you a new creature. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. That's 2 Corinthians right. five seventeen. Right. So if that really happens, you're a new creature. Amen. You don't have to live under that anymore. You, it's, and you know, but one of the greatest things for us, you know, here is moving away. We moved away. So nobody really knew our past. Right. We can be who we are now and people see us as who we are. We don't have, you know, if you think about the way Jesus was accepted in his hometown, he wasn't. No, people wouldn't even listen to him. his family. There. Right. So, so God gives you a new testimony. And, and sometimes, you know, when you move away, it's even better because you don't have that past that you have to try and fight all the time. And God makes us a new creature. So the other thing I was going to say is, so who you were before, when you were saved, who you were before, that doesn't define you anymore. And you don't have to use, we don't want to justify the things that we do. We don't want to say, I, that's just who I am. Exactly. You know, I, I've always been this way. I could, and I find myself doing that sometimes because I have a very strong personality. I'll say, well, I can't help it. I just say what I think. Okay. And sometimes, sometimes it's good and other times it's bad, but it can get me in trouble. You know, so you need to make sure that you're not using it to justify, right? I totally agree with that. Okay. And then the next verse I have that I, that I have here is 1 Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. Mm-hmm. But when I became a man, I put away the childish things. Okay. This is Paul speaking, right? That's right. Okay. So both of these are, are Paul, who used to be Saul. Mm-hmm. So you can use that to think about, okay, when I was a baby Christian and I just got saved, I used to do things that probably I shouldn't be doing anymore. Because right. as you become, so your testimony changes. You don't need, especially as you grow in Christ, you don't even need to share what you were Amen. before. You know, and, and, and I think that's what I'm realizing. I hope that this helps other people. Because I, I really, I know sometimes you can, you can mean the, mean the best with the best intentions. You can go to someone and and just tell them, you know, I used to be this way and really just be careful when you do that because you don't need to do, to share all that, you know? And I think sometimes we want to be, want to have friends Mm -hmm. and we see someone with common things. Mm -hmm. And so we start talking about it and then it can change the way people feel about you. And it really has nothing to do with who you are now. Amen. It's not who you are. So we should, um, we should continually be growing in Christ. We should be reading our Bibles and praying and communicating with God because that's how we communicate is through prayer and listening and worshiping him, you know, in our worship. I know, you know, put on the praise music, pray, 
and read your Bible. Yes. Other books are great. Other testimonies are great. The, the internet is filled with just like we're doing the podcast. And it's great to listen to it, to encourage. But make sure that this isn't the only thing that you're doing is flipping through YouTube or, you know, read your Bible. Yep. Because that's our problem here is that we're not reading our Bibles anymore. Yes, You know, and true. we're letting other people tell us what we should be and what we shouldn't be and, and read your Bible. So that is all I have to say. I think that pretty much sums it up. I just wanted to, to share that about our testimony because I really, I really feel like it's helped me. So I wanted to share it. Well, there you go. All well, right. thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> hey, anytime. Because <laughs> like I well, said, no, I like I, to talk. I, I think it's great. I think you're absolutely right. We do need to be careful with who and how we do share right. our testimony. Right. because Well, God will tell you, right? Do you, do you, for sure. I mean, do you ever feel like sometimes, and you really have to pay attention, you know, because do you feel like God, has, has he stopped you from saying things? Oh, yeah, many times. And, and it's been a good thing because later you think, oh, man, I'm so glad yes. that I didn't say what I really wanted to. Right. But just allow God to lead the conversation that you're in. Because... He wants to protect you. Exactly. He wants to protect the other person as well. Right. And this is another thing that's like, you know, when you're not praying, you don't hear God. Mm-hmm. That's that's our communication with him. If we're praying, as, as close to, the closer right. we get to him, the more we'll hear him. Right. And we really need to hear him because there are things that, that we really do need to be quiet about. There are just some things that are totally irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Right? I would say, okay, you're the only person that really knows my testimony. I've never really right. shared it in, in a public forum. Yes. I don't even know that I've really truly shared it mm-hmm. witnessing to somebody because I don't want, that's not who I am anymore. Right. I don't right. want that label, I guess, put you know right. on me because that's not who I am. I mean, it's, it was the best way I could sum it up is I was, I was dead. I was a sinner. I was lost and I was doing what, worldly people do. Right. I wasn't as bad as uh, some, but yeah. I was worse than others. Well, the hard thing we is could... sometimes you get in those situations <clears throat> where you feel like you have to say something. Sure. You know, someone will start talking about something. It'll come up, you know, your job, you feel like you need to say, and then it, it's just, it. you're absolutely right. Sometimes yeah. it's just not, don't, it's not necessary. Right. I just don't even, no, really not, just don't even want to talk about it even, to be honest. But right. I mean, in, in the right setting though, if the Lord prompted me to give it, right. I, I would really give it. And sometimes it's really better. It's really better to be one-on-one. I mean, I think God gives some people testimonies that, that, that are supposed to be shared. Sure. You know, if, if you were, you know, you, a murderer like Paul, I mean, that was something. A lot really of people dynamic. knew about Paul. Right. There's a lot of, and and it it is encouraging to know, Mm -hmm. wow, God can save him. He can save me too. But there are other things that, right, just don't make any difference. I can only recall one time in scripture that Paul actually really kind of shared a little bit about his testimony. And he didn't say that he was a murderer. He just said he was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. He was, you know, raised in, in all this and that and this and that. And, but he never really, he didn't say. Well, and I don't know, did he technically kill anybody or he was just there? Mm-hmm. He, he took part. He he consented. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. He held so the maybe, cloaks of those who stoned Stephen. Right. So right. maybe he just. So he was a participant. Right. So. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, well, I hope this helps other people. Amen. Well, know. I think that was great. <laughs> I feel better. Well, good. <laughs> 
Well, thank, thank you folks so much for listening. And uh, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. Yes. We will be having a Christmas podcast. Yes, we very, will. Very, very yes, soon. Yes, we will. So thank you so much. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye.